Hello there. You're listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. Hi, I'm Kelly. And we're so excited that you are spending a couple of minutes with us today. Today, we are tackling the big monster of dun, 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 anxiety. Whoo, what a huge topic and uh, a lot of different angles. And so we want to just be real honest about this time that we are experiencing in our world. Um, you know, I know everybody's here, sick of hearing unprecedented times. I told somebody the other day, I was like, if I never hear that phrase again, it'd be okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is true. And that has been anxiety producing for a lot of us um, for different reasons. And I think that if anything, I have seen God working in amazing and miraculous ways through um, this particular issue. I think with, you know, I can't speak for the guys because um, I'm not a guy, but for, especially for the women that I am doing life with, um, I hear the topic of anxiety come up quite a bit, Mm -hmm. like in most every conversation that I have. How about you girls? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's. Yeah. So we're all struggling with, I think right now. Yeah. The, um, the anxiety that we feel about not being able to control the situation because we as moms and wives and friends and, um, employees want to make everything better and we just can't do that. And, um, we talked uh, a, a previous time about our words for the year. And I told you that my word was seek. Um, and, partially because I think I had felt some anxiety and I settled on Psalm 34, four that says I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Um, And I think that God took me to that verse because I was feeling fearful. I was feeling anxious. I was feeling um, stressed about the things which I could not control. And, and so I sought a lot of different things from about a lot of different arenas. Um, I remember when I first um, became a single mom, I felt like I walked around with an empty bucket um, looking for somebody to say something to make me feel better. Like I was like, is it you? Are you have the key to my happiness? Do you have the key to my peace? Am I ever going to be whole again? I kept looking to different people and circumstances and even careers and, and all these different things to make me feel whole again. And that just caused more anxiety. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, one of the things that anxiety has never been one of the things that I've struggled a lot with over the years. Um, it's, I, it just has not been, I've been very, very blessed that I haven't struggled with that up until this week. Mm. And this week I have had so many debilit- de- debilitating, is that the right yeah. word? Mm-hmm. Panic attacks, um, mostly from sickness, um, but also just from the stress of the world and everything going on around us. I'm experiencing anxiety like never before. And I know that I'm not alone. I know that there are lots of us that just have this heaviness on us that we can't seem to take off. We can't seem to let go of. And um, it's tough. It's really tough. And it comes in waves. You know, those anxiety panic attacks come in uh, when you're not really expecting it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you guys have both mentioned something that rings true for me about when I get anxiety is when I realize I don't have control. And so much of life, we try to <laughs> feel like we have control, right? Mm-hmm. Like we, 
if I can do this, then this is going to happen. So therefore I'm in control. If I can pick myself up and go to the gym, then I'm going to have control over my health. If I can do this work, then I'm going to have control over my employment situation. If I can make myself attractive, I'm going to have control over my relationship issues. So we think that it's on us and we feel like we have to do things and it's an illusion because we're not in control. Mm. And I think the, the understanding that we're not in control can both cause panic or can cause peace, depending on how we realize who does have control, right? Mm. The idea that I am not in control, I, like I told you, I have had some panic attacks and a lot of anxiety in things like airplanes or elevators because I feel very much out of control, like something horrible is going to happen in this elevator and I have no control over it or in this airplane, but, and I'm never going to have control over an airplane because I'm never going to learn how to drive one or fly one or whatever. (laughs) But when I realized that it's okay because God has control and he cares and loves and will take care of me, then I can have that peace. But it's a hard, it's a hard way to figure out how to let go of control and be okay with it. And I think that's what we see around us a lot. You know, we've talked a little bit about the divisiveness in our world and about um, how to talk with people who uh, you, you disagree with on previous podcasts. But I think that's what we're seeing in our world today is so many people that have uh, put their own trust and faith and control in themselves. And even as Christians, we're really apt to do this. I am superwoman. And as women, we do that a lot too, but I'm superwoman. I can handle this. I can do this all in my own strength and power when we are not God. He is. Thank you, Jesus. (laughs) He's got it all under control. We don't have to have it all under control. Because I make an okay friend, but I would be a terrible savior. I can just reassure (laughs) you of that. And I think for me, anxiety comes... um, I've adopted this phrase in my, in my house. And I think probably my daughter rolls her eyes whenever I say it, I said, we're going to talk about the what is instead of the what ifs, Mm -hmm. because I can really quickly go down the path of what if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? What if this happens? And I, I mean, I, I can feel it. Like I can feel my heart start to beat. I can feel my, my pulse start to, you know, elevate. I can feel all those things starting. I can feel my shoulders like, tense up. If I, you look at me one day and I'm like this, like drop your shoulders. Like, what are you so tense about? But it's because in my head, I've gone through all those what ifs instead of what is. And, and those are some powerful reminders to me. I learned this exercise years ago. And I think I'm not hundred percent about this, but I think Beth Moore taught me this, this um, thing. I don't know her personally. Like, don't think that me and Beth Moore have coffee or anymore. She was in one of her Bible studies, but I said that like I know. Good her. old B. I, I call her B. Oh, B. Oh, B girl. <laughs> uh, but but she said on one, fold a piece of paper in half. On one side, write down everything about your problem, uh, everything that the stress that, that you feel. And then on the other side, write truths that you know to be true about God. Mm-hmm. And that has, that exercise has helped me kind of work through those things and really be about what is instead of the what ifs and really getting myself torn out of my tree about things that I have no control over. Cause you're, you're right. It is a control issue. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that's helped me the most has been 
music. And I realized that halfway through the day, actually yesterday, um, I turned on, I had, had had silence in my house and I turned on um, that a uh, Spotify list that we put together as a station and of hope, songs of hope. And um, then the other one of songs of worship. And I was like, this is exactly what my soul needed to just yeah. remind myself. There's so many great songs that have scripture in them too. You know, I think about yes. Peace Still and um, you know, Hope Dar's song that she sings. It's just, it's helpful, really helpful. Worship wow. is a weapon mm. and it is a powerful weapon. And along with prayer and reading God's word, the most powerful weapons, Mm -hmm. because, and I did a Bible study on this recently on the Bible app. It was called worship is a weapon and it's really good. So if you're interested, that's a good one, but it it talks about why worship is so effective as a weapon, because it just changes the way you're thinking. It changes what's in your mind from going from what if to what is it makes it even if, even if, Mm -hmm. you know, you are above all and you are in control and so it changes the the way I'm thinking and then that changes the way I'm feeling which changes the things that I do and so when we choose to worship it's like we take all the all the power away from the enemy because mm. he has no power when we stand in worship God God he comes into the praises of his people so all of a sudden he's on the scene the second we worship, boom, he's there. I have a battle song. Do y'all have a battle song? I have like one song that like when I get really, when I start, when you hear this full blast in my car, you know, she's in a battle. You know what it is? What is it? Surrounded by Michael W. Smith. Oh, great one. That, that song, whenever I'm battling and, you know, he says it at the beginning of the song, this is how we fight our battles. Mm-hmm. It may look like I'm surrounded, but I'm surrounded by you. Yes. You know? worship is how you fight those battles. And that has been such a great reminder to me because, you know, I also did a study recently about putting on the full armor of God Mm -hmm. and that, you know, armor, you don't wear armor when you don't feel like you're going to be attacked during peaceful times. You don't wear armor, right? Because you're not prepared for battle. Y'all, we don't have peaceful times. We're in a battle every day. So we need to put on the full, there's a reason that word full is in there, put on the full armor of God. Because there are pieces to designed to, and the enemy knows when you don't put that thing on, girl. He knows. And that's where he goes after you. But that song, more than any other, has been a reminder to me this is how I fight my battles. It's not because I'm strong or I'm a good person, or it's none of that. It's because I choose to put on the full armor of God and to use the weapons. We've said this before. You wouldn't want to be on my team if we were going into battle and I had a water gun. And yet some of us do the equivalent of that in our spiritual lives. We get up and say, well, I'm just going to, I'm just going to have a positive thought to start my day. And that's fine. That's fine. But if you do not put on the full armor, get yourself in the word, spend some time with God, you're not going to be prepared for what's coming your way. And I'm telling you, he's given us everything we need. First Peter, I think it is, says, given us everything we need for life and godliness. But we got to, there's, there's a part of us, we have to put that on. Yeah, a like, choice. He, yeah, he's given us all that stuff, but we got to put it on. We have to do our part. Yeah, absolutely. i to do it all for us. Yeah, I heard it said, uh, we do the natural and God does the supernatural. <laughs> but it's, 
I really, that's a great song that yeah. I, when you're saying that you have a battle song, I'm thinking, do I have a battle song? I've been lately listening to Defender, which is along oh. the same exact lines. It's yeah. like, you know, I, I did nothing, but you did everything. All mm -hmm. I did was praise mm -hmm. and you went in and got the head of my enemy. Mm. All, all I can do is praise. I'm, I'm, I'm been singing that in my shower. <laughs> it's not a pretty thing, <laughs> but it helps. It helps. I'm cleaning it all in here too. But just a reminder that all we have to do is praise. That's how we fight our battles. It's, it's worshiping God. It's giving it to God, allowing him, but we do have to make that choice. And I like that, that the spiritual, the armor of God is so powerful. That's, and, and like you said, there's, there's a piece of it that hits everything, our heads, our feet, our, the truth, our, the protecting the, the front of us, you know, it's really, well, God just did a great job with that. Yeah. He thought that through, didn't he? He really did. So one of my favorite songs right now is Leanna Crawford's. This is the truth I'm standing on because she talked there about how God parted the Red Sea. And if God can part the Red Sea, surely he can make a way for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't, I'm not crossing a Red Sea. You know, my anxiety is based on little things. It's not about being in the wilderness for 40 years and uh, not ha and fleeing Israel. And yet God took care of the Israelites. So surely he'll take care of me too. Yeah. And I think we have a way of separating ourselves from things God did in the Bible. Oh, he did that back then. Right. But, but what does that mean for me today? And I think we got to stop making that. A, we got to stop making the Bible a back then book. It's not a back then book. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Bible is a today book. A back then book. Is that even, is that right? I oh. get it. I know what you mean by that. Anyway. Like another in the fire. Uh, the, yeah. the song another in the fire is a great example of that too, because it's talking about what happened with Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, but that's not just a flannel form. That is actually what's happening today in whatever fire I'm in, whatever fire you're in, there is another with us. It was Jesus then it's Jesus now. And we, we, we can hold on to that. We can hold on to that promise. I think I see us making a playlist, a girl talk playlist That's good. Uh, for, um, for battle songs, songs, battle songs. Cause I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, if you don't, here's the thing. I know people, um, who say, well, yeah, I just listen for the beat. I can tell a distinct difference when I don't listen to, to music that feeds my soul. Like, yeah, I'm an eighties girl. I mean, can we just be, can we say that on here? Trisha, I know you are too. Music. <laughs> I'll pray for you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I am an eighties girl. Like, I love I, to dance. I love yeah, that. Eighties mm -hmm. music. It all takes us back, you know, but at the same time, it does nothing for my soul. No, no. And in fact, it can actually, for me, it can take me back to a, a place that's not great. Right. I'll start sinking into uh, a comfortable depression when I start listening to enough of that music. Mm. I'm not saying that you can't listen to any of it, but I, I, for me personally, if I start dwelling in that music and the words and the messages, I start to get depressed. And it's the lyrics. Oh, the lyrics yeah. matter. You know, and that yes. is the reason why I'm so glad that we have such good, strong Christian artists mm -hmm. who spend so much time in the word, who can take the scripture and make it into song. And then it's filling my ears and filling my heart and filling my mouth. I love it. It's so powerful. It's so powerful. 
And well, here's the other thing too. I was just going to say, I, I'm just going to be totally upfront and honest right here. You know, we've, I've been working in Christian radio for a long time and sometimes it just becomes noise. Like if you hear anything long enough, I, I get what you mean. And there are days I, I love words. I'm a word girl. So there are days I'll be riding down the road and there will be a song on the radio that I've heard probably a hundred thousand times. And that day the lyrics like jump out of the radio and like mm -hmm. grab me by the shirt collar and just kind of shake me and rattle me to my core. And I think that's the power of the Holy spirit mm -hmm. and the music that we play and the ability to communicate with us on that level. Cause music does it, it touches me on a deep level, but Sometimes, you know, it can become background noise and, and I understand that, but man, if we'll just ask the Holy Spirit to speak to us, it, he does. Whew. Even if it's background noise, it's better background noise because True. whatever's going in is going in. It's going in here and then it goes down here. <laughs> I keep thinking about my 11 year old son. I, he's walking around humming, um, oh, 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 Zamphic. It's like a drug commercial, like a prescription drug for like heartburn or something. And he just has heard it on the TV. We don't even watch the TV that much, but he's heard it enough that he sings this, this little jingle. It's get, it gets in, whether you think it's getting in, whether you're trying to take it in, it's still getting in. I would challenge you guys. I would challenge myself. Every single song you hear on the Light FM, it, there's a nugget. There is a nugget for that day. Some songs I like better than other songs. But even if this song isn't my favorite song, there's still a nugget for me. And just like you said, the Holy Spirit will, will bring it up. It will be like, woo, oh, bing, it's, it's in neon. But there is a nugget in every single song. And mainly because the people that are writing it are praying about it. And like you said, uh, consulting the Holy Spirit. And a lot of the songs, the lyrics are from the Bible. So it's God's word that's getting in with music. Music is so powerful. It is. And um, there's so much other anxiety provoking messages around us right now that are screaming at us everywhere we go. That if we can counteract that with the truth of God, with the songs and the lyrics that matter, that point us to him and release that fear. Wow. We're, we're, it's powerful. Mm. Worship weapon. Boom, boom, boom. Take that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really, it. it's so powerful i mean when we need a weapon it's one right right away the word of god is sharper than any two-edged sword right come yes. on yep. I, I love it i love it so maybe if you're feeling anxiety you clicked on this podcast today maybe the one thing that you needed to hear was you needed to stop this podcast and just worship you know i remember when uh, casting crowns song came out praise you in the storm and i was like I, it's a good song, but can I really do that? And then I went through a storm and it's one of the most powerful things that you can do because I think it finally acknowledges that we are powerless over our situation and we stop focusing on our situation and we focus clearly on God and what his ability is and who he is, his character, not even trying to manipulate him to do something for us, but just his character, who he is. And the truth of that, when you can honestly tap into that, I think it's just, man, it's so powerful. So we're praying for you today. If you struggle with anxiety, try to worship today. 
you're like, I know that sounds like such a churchy thing to do. I dare you. I dare you to try it and then tell us what happens. I would love to hear from you. And I know these girls would too. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. We love you so much. We're praying for you every day. And if there's some specific way that we can come alongside and be an encouragement to you, we'd love to do that. And uh, we've enjoyed hanging out with you today. I really think we need to find some way to put together a battle playlist. Battles. Yeah. So we're going to be working on that behind the scenes. And uh, But know that we love you and we're pulling for you. We are in your corner and we know God's going to do some great things in your heart and life. And we're praying that you will worship your way out today and use that weapon. Thanks for being with us for this Girl Talk podcast. We'll see you next time we gather around these microphones.